This podcast is brought to you by HealthcareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today we're talking about breach notification issues with Bob Chaput, President of Clearwater Compliance. Thanks so much for joining us today, Bob. You're welcome. It's my pleasure to be here, Howard. The interim final breach notification rule, now in effect, requires healthcare organizations and their business associates to report breaches to federal authorities as well as those affected. Many organizations are now focusing their efforts on preventing breaches, especially in light of the more than 250 major incidents that have made it the official federal tally so far. But should they also be developing a detailed plan for breach notification just in case an incident occurs? Well, from my perspective, absolutely unequivocally, yes. Um, I believe that having a breach plan in place today is like having a disaster recovery plan in place for your data center 30 years ago. Without one, organizations are creating unnecessary risk on top of the inherent risk in having a breach itself. So I think that breach notification planning is just a fundamental basic part of risk management in the new millennium. So what are the most important elements of a breach notification plan? Well, when we think about it, Howard, we uh, we like to use the metaphor of a uh, four-point compass, and uh, therefore there are four key elements, just like there are in any risk management or security plan, and they are as follows. First of all, an organization needs a policy, and this is the articulation of your values, your standards of an organization regarding expected behaviors. Think of it as the what of your plan. The next point of the compass are procedures, and these are detailed processes or steps that are followed on a day-by-day basis to do three things. Number one, first and foremost, prevent breaches. Number two, intake and triage incidents as they occur. And finally, number three, these should include the detailed steps that would be followed in the event of an actual plan. The third point of the compass is around people, and internally, We encourage organizations to have an engaged and supportive executive team, an aware and informed workforce, this uh, triage or uh, team that I mentioned a moment ago, and a crisis management team. And then what lots of organizations are focusing on today are external people. That is your business trading partners, data trading partners. So from a covered entity point of view, they're looking downstream at business associates and subcontractors. And BAs need to look both downstream and upstream. And then finally, the fourth point of the compass is technology. So in addition to all the technology that can be applied to help secure PHI, organizations should look at using technology for incident management and breach reporting. Lots of organizations are uh, cobbling together solutions using standard office suite tools. Others are building their own homegrown software. And then what's emerging is some commercial off-the-shelf software to help in incident management and breach reporting. So when it comes to breach notification planning, are there particular details that many healthcare organizations tend to overlook? As you might expect, of course. And the, uh, the gaps or the deficiencies are going to vary by the size, sophistication, and type of organization. But let me place them in three buckets. What, what we're finding is, number one, I'll call it the unaware and the misinformed. At the very sad extreme, there are many organizations that are not even aware of their obligations under the uh, data breach interim final rule. Some are aware that such a thing exists, but they don't realize that it does have the force of law, and of course we know it does. 
The second bucket I'll call the uh, pre-breach unprepared. That's a mouthful. On a pre-breach basis, the single biggest mistakes that uh, we're finding organizations falling into is simply failing to take basic preventative steps. Classic example is failure to do a risk analysis to identify exposures, prioritize risk mitigation actions. And in this domain, the specific, and I'm afraid to say, a ridiculous example of failure to implement basic controls is illustrated by the number of organizations that appear on the Health and Human Services website, I've dubbed it the wall of shame, that ought not have been there had they secured the PHI. And then finally, the third category are the post-breach unprepared. Post-breach, there are many organizations that are just totally unprepared to scale to address what just happened to them. They fail on a capacity and expertise basis. And if you think about it, taking calls for billing, customer service, help desk is not at all the same skill set that's required for handling identity theft calls from irate patients or plan members. What advice do you have about the details that are essential to include in letters to affected patients as well as notices posted on websites to help rebuild trust after a breach? Well, I think about four quick things in this area. First and foremost, um, understand the guidelines. Obviously, at the federal level, especially in healthcare, we have the data breach notification interim final rule. But there are 46 states now that have privacy and security and or breach notification laws. You need to know the guidelines, how they differ, and what exactly is required of you in the affected jurisdiction. In many cases, you need to work with someone who's experienced in this regard. The second thing is come clean early and fully. Unlike wine, bad news doesn't age well. And the interim final rule explicitly calls for a description of the breach, the types of information that were involved, steps that affected individuals ought to take to protect themselves, a brief description of what the covered entity is doing to investigate it and mitigate harm, as well as contact information. The third thing, third point, is clearly provide for and offer assistance to people. For example, uh, help them contact or in, indeed on their behalf contact the major credit reporting agencies like Experian or Equifax or TransUnion. Finally, in addition to this, make it very, very easy to be contacted uh, by the organization. Don't make it a challenge to be reached. Are there any other lessons we can learn from the notification experiences of those organizations that have experienced major breaches so far? Here are three what I would call top-of-mind big ones. Number one, uh, get proactive and stay proactive. Form your team, set business risk management goals, uh, do your security evaluation and your risk analysis so that you can be uh, moving in the direction of securing PHI uh, build your breach notification plan, the theme of our entire session today. And number two, cooperate fully with effective, affected individuals, the Office for Civil Rights, local media, and anyone else involved. As I mentioned before, bad news doesn't age well, and lack of cooperation has caused, at least in one case, a huge penalty issued by the Office for Civil Rights. And then finally, Fire up, resurrect, whatever the appropriate verb is, revitalize uh, in your environment your entire HIPAA security and privacy compliance program. Be in a position of being able to demonstrate good faith, genuine effort to comply 
So you avoid being in a position of a finding of willful neglect. And remember that breach notification doesn't exist in isolation. As we think about the three pillars of HIPAA and high tech, uh, data breach notification is the latest one right alongside of the privacy and security final rules. Well, thanks very much, Bob. We've been talking today with Bob Chaput of Clearwater Compliance. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks you so very much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.